0: You are part of FreshRoadMedia.com. This is a broadcast outreach that is designed for the Christian to grow in their faith with joy. And we also do Bible apologetics with joy. And guess what? We do it without apology. So that's why <laughs> you're... joy. That's why you're no apology. <laughs>
1: joy, people.
0: <laughs> if you don't have joy, it's going to affect my joy. And then everybody's joy is affected. Have All right.
1: joy. So who are we? <laughs> so Believe it or not, I married this guy. Yeah.
0: We've been married for thirty eight <laughs> years. I've been a lifelong broadcaster. I brought her along over twenty years ago. We've done close to four thousand shows. We quit counting after thirty five hundred. Wow. Yeah, it was years ago we had thirty five hundred, remember? So mm-hmm. I don't know. Many moons. Um I enjoyed that cake. <laughs> No one's ever baked me a cake since. Anyway, long story. Well, that's what we are about. So we have guests from all walks of life in Christian space. I'm a pastor of an incredibly cool Bible church. We were brought to Iowa to do this. And so we thought, let's start an outreach broadcast ministry that has no chance to go national unless God is behind it. And so it's all, we almost feel like we're Elijah and we're pouring water on the wood just to make it a little harder let's for God. make it
1: as hard as possible.
0: Yeah. Hey, yeah. hey. hey. We're going to start a national outreach broadcast ministry. Let's go to Harlan, Iowa with no money. That's a great idea, said nobody ever, (laughs) unless God was in charge. So that's what we're doing here. We are reaching out with the gospel with a lot of fun. It's no apology with Emily and Chris. in the home is freshroadmedia.com. Now, we're going to start with Scott Mills here in just a second. And whenever we have something like books, we'll have an author. Movies, we'll have film people. Scott Mills is one of the best film people, and we want to talk about our friends Phil and Kay Robertson, and I don't say that like I've met them once. We've hung out with them intensely. We were the MCs for the Robertson They're marriage good crew. Yeah. Uh, Miss Kay would cross the street to see Emily. We were invited when Miss Kay opened her sweet shop to be the only non-Robertsons there to pray a blessing on the sweet shop. We've done a lot with them, okay? And so to have their movie coming out, I said, Scott, would you come on the show and let's talk about the movie from the faith fan, you know, the faith film fan perspective. And so that's what we're going to do right yeah. around the corner in just a sec. All right. Should we start the show? Let's do it. Okay. So all that was just like rehearsal. You're not going to use that, are you?
1: <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know where I am right now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay. Let's just go. Uh, this right. is life. Let's if you're just go. seeing this, then Mike, Shaw, and Emily really have no respect for me. Anyway, <laughs> FreshRoadMedia.com.
1: Welcome once again to No Apology with Emily and Chris. We have got a really good show today. We've actually got a return guest. How exciting is that? That
0: is exciting. Uh, because
1: some really important things are going on. Yeah. We want to talk about it because it's important to you, the listener, to people as Christians. And Chris... Uh, it's going to be fun, isn't well, it?
0: Well, anytime we get in get going with Christian films, mm-hmm. I get really excited. I mean, every, people say, what's your favorite movie? Is it Braveheart? Is it Dances with Wolves? I always say, no, it's Flywheel from the Kendrick brothers because of what they went through to make the movie. It's so cool. <laughs> well, I found a lo- like-minded guy in Nashville years ago, and we just became... Fast friends, and uh, he's just such a good guy, and he's also very important to the industry. Uh, back on our show, it's film day. That means we're not having film day without Scott Mills. Scott Mills from Nashville, and Scott, this week there's some really cool stuff happening in Christian uh, film. But you are the co-founder of a uh, um, a podcast, and you can find it at faithfilmfan dot com. So those of us who are fans of Faith Film, we now have a website, and you guys have a podcast and a whole bunch of stuff. Is it because you want to fill that gap to help people get informed about Christian movies? Is that how the, the website started and the podcast?
2: Absolutely. So Faith Film Fan began because uh, there was never a place online where people could find out what movies are coming next. They could only really were hearing about movies that were like upon us right now. Mm-hmm. You know, So we wanted to create just a place of kind of a release schedule where people could find out what movies were coming down the pike. And as soon as we know about it, as soon as there's been an official announcement about a movie, it goes on the website and you can learn more about it. Click, click to where you can find tickets and all that kind of stuff. And then there's some other things around it, like news and articles and the podcasts. you mentioned. Very well, I you
0: know, movie. I would have never found the movie The Hill if it wasn't for your website. And that came out a couple of yeah. weeks ago. That's a great baseball story. I mean, you're a Little League dad. I mean, you got a little Hank Aaron growing up in your house right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, right. I right. saw his training video on Facebook the other day. Yeah. How much did you like that film? And by the way, are you part of the conspiracy that says Dennis Quaid has to be in every good Christian film? <laughs> because he seems to be. Right. It's kind of like, miracle, you, know. you know, yeah, he's in every one of them. <laughs>
1: And he's always kind of like does a new, fantastic job.
2: He does. He's a really good actor. But he's like the new Kirk Cameron, I think. He just got exactly, uh, yeah. 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 So, but uh, he's just in a lot. I don't know. Um, I don't know <laughs> what that means or, or what it is for him. But I'm glad he's there because he's a good actor. But yeah, it's a good story. The Hill about a you know, baseball story. Well, we're going to talk. Yeah, fall.
0: yeah, it's really cool. We're going to talk about the blind, the the Phil and Kay Robertson uh, marriage movie that's coming out this week in just a minute. But Scott, real quick, just from your seat. How much better quality are Christian films now than they were even five years ago, even ten years ago, even twenty years ago I mean it's amazing the the amount of quality actors actresses and and just storytelling abilities that's coming out of the christian space because i've been a part of that that growth journey i I, I know how some guys just they they were making movies and they probably shouldn't have been and others, they just needed some support and they're just incredible. And now we just have wonderful products. What, what do you, what's your take on the growth of the quality of the Christian film?
2: Yeah, I think, I think it has gotten better. I think uh, some of those filmmakers that were making movies that weren't good, got better. I think they're getting better at making films. I think there's more places to release movies today than there used to be. And so, some of those movies that we may look at earlier that were maybe not as high quality, they were lower budget. Those mm-hmm. movies are still made, but there's other places to release them, so they're not they're not going to theaters necessarily. Um, movies that are coming out to theaters are still a huge investment, both in the production and the marketing of a film, and so you'll just find the cream of the crop is coming to theaters, which is kind of what we focus mostly on
0: mm-hmm.
2: is a theatrical release. Uh, but there's still, you know. Lots of movies being made, you know, um, the hallmark model is, is alive and well. And that's even in the Christian space, like at PureFlix.com, a great place to get entertainment for your family. Mm -hmm. You'll see a lot of movies there that are, are, didn't cost as much and are probably not as, um, you know, and I don't want to say not as good. That's just not fair, but you know, the production is just different and not, not on a higher budget look i guess i'd say so mm-hmm. uh, but yeah man the quality is better some really great movies have been coming out i think filmmakers um are kind of hitting a stride like the Irwin brothers kendrick's and then others are coming like the, the the blind which is is come we're going to talk about more about you know is 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 from guys who have been around but there's some new filmmakers involved yeah, and, yeah bringing some new fresh blood and young guys who have been growing up around making movies with their iPhones and different things. Just bring a whole different uh, skill set, you know, to the to the table. So it's been yeah. good to see.
1: Yeah, as technology keeps getting better and better, more people are able to enter into this realm of creating uh, film content, which is really exciting. That's one of the reasons that I love the faithfilmfam.com is exactly what you said. I don't know what movies are coming out because these types of films don't get the media coverage that Hollywood gets. And
0: disc- indiscriminate uh, Christian film fans, uh, they mm-hmm. want to know, is this quality or is this just another Johnny Tryhard, uh, <laughs> you know, right. just... You know, uh, awkwardly putting the gospel message into these stories, and you know, and and then hey, let's get, throw some money at Stephen Baldwin so we have a name on the thing, and and let's just you know run with it. That's what I'm looking for, and I'm seeing, and just in the quality of trailers, like uh, back when you know we we've done a lot in this space uh, back with like the Case for Christ. That was a good movie, and you know we're now we're getting solid movies that don't have to be made by the Irwins or the Kendricks because that was really all we had for a long time. And right. now, now we're getting more and more guys that I and gals that I think know what they're doing. But every now and then, you're still going to get that. Oh, we had a phrase for it, but I hate to even tell people what it is because <laughs> the, the the movie we'd watch, we'd be like, oh, we'd be halfway through it. I'm like, okay, this is Christian sickening. That's what we used to call it, Christian sickening. I mean, it was just sickening. <laughs> I don't know how to put it, but I think people get what I'm talking about. It's like, you know, and then and then finally. It's it's about storytelling. And and that's why I love Flywheel from the Kendrick Brothers, because these guys are storytellers and they you know and, and just the way they made that movie. I know it's low budget. I know that some of the actors and actresses in there will never be in another film, but it's the point behind it. And uh Facing the Giants had so much spiritual richness without preaching to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then Fireproof, strengthening marriages. So the Kendricks kind of got off on 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 that that pan, that that train, but my point is, as I, my mouth is falling down the stairs, <laughs> my point is that Christian movies have gotten so much better, they need to have their space. Lionsgate is now the Irwin's Bank, so we, we have no more excuses. we got to start having quality hit the screen every single time, and when it does, Christians need to get out and support it. That's key. Yeah. Why did we support Sound of Freedom and yet, we didn't support, you know, X Y Z film. I, I don't know what, what from your chair. What's the difference in some of these films? Do you see God's power like launch a film up versus like maybe hold one back, or vice versa? Man, there's so
2: many factors, uh, but but the biggest, I mean, sound of freedom. You know, uh, man, really really great story and film, mm-hmm. and but also had the power of Angel Studios behind it, which is you know gathered they've gathered a crowd and that helped launch it. But then you factor in, well, I mean, obviously we trust the Lord for all of these things. And he certainly delivered an amazing result on that film. And it's, it's his, his his power certainly a factor, but you can't, you know, it's hard to say that he doesn't bless another movie that comes along that doesn't have the budget to promote it. You know, we, we've been, we worked on a movie last year. I won't name it. That had a huge production budget. Um, and the multi millions of dollars, and they decided to release it with with less than two hundred thousand dollars, and so which is very low for a marketing budget to go to very theater. So if you if you can't um, do it correctly, then you won't see the results. And there are, there's a lot of history now, a lot of experience in how to release a movie uh, that you you have to follow in order to try to find success. But at the end of the day, it's it's not it's really about what people want to see. You know, mm-hmm. and if they want to go see that movie or not, and so and you know the um word of mouth I mean you know when like the the hill you mentioned came out and the second weekend it was out it did all, it did more than the first weekend because word of mouth took it further. people yeah. began to hear more about it after it was out,
0: so. yeah, yeah, it still does Scott Mills is our special guest, Scott is one of the guys that has put together. FaithFilmFan.com, and you need to check it out. Uh, they've got a podcast about this stuff, and when we are going to focus on No Apology with Emily and Chris on movies, Scott's going to be one of our go-to guys, a regular guest, hopefully um, monthly, quarterly. Well, it's all on Scott's schedule.
1: Yeah, so you can see what is going to come out, what would be important, and what might appeal to that Christian viewer. But, Scott, you've got we've got a, a film coming out, I believe, on the 28th. Uh, And it's called The Blind. Talk to us a little bit about this one, because this one, I think, is going to get a lot of people very excited.
2: Absolutely. A really important story of Phil and Kay Robertson of the Robertson family, the Duck Dynasty family. It's the beginning of their family. It's when they met and when they dated and how the early years of their relationship were formed. You know, it's a story that has a lot of... um, redemption in it there were a lot of mistakes they've made like many of us do and um you see it it's raw it's um it's truthful about what they went through and so and and, and how their uh, family got started with the boys and and where they are today definitely see god's hand in it from way way back there you you, you learn more about who uncle Sai is one of the favorites on the show and where is his history and yeah. um but yeah, really, really beautiful story of, of a man who made some bad choices as a father, as a husband, but but through God's grace and redemption, uh, brought he he came back and and gave his life to the Lord, and you see the legacy that began from that decision with mm-hmm. his own boys. There's some yeah. beautiful moments in the film where that relationship, father and son, uh, ch- transition from you know a dad who's who's um, you know doesn't really want to spend time with his boys to a dad who finally realizes how important it is for him to take his boys hunting with him. you know, and yeah. obviously in their story, that's kind of important, you know, yeah. where, where, they went. so a beautiful yeah. story. And hopefully a lot of people will go see it this week.
0: We're going to talk about it for sure.
1: Exactly. Now uh, you've been around, you've been in immersed in this, in the film industry for years. You're mm-hmm. one of the film experts um, and so you have got to... He's a
0: film expert that doesn't think he's a film expert. That <laughs>
1: makes him an expert! i <laughs> <Ba-dum-bum>. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> what I was going to say was, I, I know that you have seen, or you you must have seen, areas where when people tell their stories on film, and how God has worked in their life, and those testimonies come out... It changes and encourages and helps real people in their real lives Mm -hmm. in similar circumstances. So talk to us a little bit about that, how you see the film industry impacting the people sitting in those chairs at the movie theater.
2: Yeah, what's going down? Absolutely. I mean, this is a story, whether you're a Christian or not, you may be going through some of these things. And so... Um, and maybe this is the, the story that you'll relate to. Um, the, the beautiful thing about a movie like The Blind is that it's naturally a faith film. It's not mm-hmm. forced. It's not, they didn't come up with something to throw in there to make it that way. It's just it's a real story about these people and their journey. And you're just watching it unfold. And you know a lot about their family and their life already. But you can see what with the moment, this, mm-hmm. the time when God got a hold of someone's heart. And you see it right there. And so if you're in the movie theater watching this, whether you're a believer or not, maybe you go because you're a Doug Dynasty fan. I mean, it's beautiful, right? Come on out come see yeah. it because you're going to see what God did. And you just can't deny it. I don't care who you are. I don't care. And so when you go see a story like that, it's the, it's the truth. It's the story and true stories that are naturally a faith film are, are really the best and the most powerful. And Sound of Freedom was that way. It was a true story. It was naturally faith film. Mm-hmm. And got into that one. So I think when we try to make it up or force it, that's when sometimes we get off track or it doesn't smell right to us, you know, but it's the natural. And that's what you'll find with the blind. It's a true natural story that people will come from all walks. they will be alcoholics. They come see this movie that yep. decide to stop being an alcoholic because they see what it. they see. They can see the drama in front of them unfold. What happens when you become an alcoholic? You know what I mean. Well, so. what God
0: does is God takes other people's stories and and applies them to us and 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 has us impacted by their story, even if we don't walk that walk of life at all. And you know, I've done two movies, and you've done projects alongside both my movies, uh, Bible Idiots. We tried to offer to the world, and you, you know, in fact, we're the guest on after you is Warren Calloway, the cinematographer. I took with me to West Monroe to film. My appearance on In the Woods with Phil, you know, when when it's and we can testify, and we got a lot of this show to testify. Their marriage, the marriage of Phil and Kay Robertson, is legitimate, and and Phil, I will testify to anybody the 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 hundreds of hours we've had a chance to be around around him. I'm convinced Phil Robertson is convinced in his bones the only reason that they've gotten any kind of fame, fortune, or anything is to advance the gospel. And that, that if that's not at the core of what they're about, then Phil's not interested. So, hey, Chris, can you go out and tell jokes? Do I get to share the gospel? Yeah, then let Chris go out and tell jokes, you know? I mean, so I'd go out and tell jokes, and Phil would come on and speak. It was fun. These people yep. are authentic. And so I'm, I'm hoping, I've not had a chance to screen the movie as of this interview, which is weird, but I'm hoping that the film was true to that. Was it? Because you had a chance to screen it, Scott.
2: Oh, you know, it was very, very much so. And uh, I learned a lot about them I didn't know. Uh, you know, having watched the show and all the, the, you know, when when that was on and big in our culture, I uh, learned a lot about them. And uh, but it's uh, it's true. I mean, it is a I mean, it's, it's not a lily white film. There's things that you'll see about their life that they decided to share with us for the first time, honestly. And uh, but it's because they want to use what God did in their life to impact all of us and those especially those who don't know the Lord. Because yeah. that's what this movie will do. Um, it'll it'll show them what that's like, what it's mm-hmm. like to live without the Lord, and what it's like once Jesus gets a hold of your heart.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think
2: that's what that's the that's the message and the purpose and
0: the end goal of a movie like The Blind. Scott Mills, our special guest from Faith Fan uh, Faith Film Fan, man, <laughs> get it right, dude. How much wood could a woodchuck chuckcom <laughs> <dot> <laughs> <laughs> Scott Mills is our special guest. He is our film expert. And when anything in the film industry, I go to Scott. Uh, If you are just checking out our show for the very first time, I'm Chris Danielson. My best friend and bride, Emily, uh, is the uh, CEO of this new outreach ministry. Yes, her and I did syndicated radio together for uh, in morning shows for 17 years. And Emily, when we start talking about Christian films, it's mm-hmm. time for you to you know be, be true to the audience. You struggle with some of the poor storytelling content. and now that the films are actually getting better, the turning point for for Emily Scott was uh, Woodlawn. She's like, "Oh, John Voigt, somebody can make a movie. You know,
1: great movie. I loved that movie. Um But you know, Scott, you touched on some really good things because <laughs> real life does make the best stories. And I think that the reason for that is, you know, it's easy for us to look at the Robertsons and say, look at their family. They love each other. Everything's great. They all love the Lord. But it wasn't always that way. And something had to happen to get them to where they are now. And it's that story that's so important. You even go back to the Bible and the stories that Jesus told, the parables, the actual stories of the real people in the Bible. It's the same thing. They get to those places where God does a great work in them by going through those valleys and those difficulties first. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's an encouragement to people, and I think it also is a great way to explain to or to for people to understand yeah, they're Christians but that doesn't mean they've got life all together. And I I believe Chris getting back to what you said I think that was part of my with uh, some of the f- Christian films. Was did you just there say, was, eh? Eh, yeah, yeah, there was a little bit of a eh, for me because <laughs> okay, let's,
0: no, no, you got to be honest with the people you're a Christian, it was more of eh. a, <laughs> <Yes>.
1: yeah, <laughs> was okay. There was a conflict, there was an issue, but then they prayed, and then everything turned out so great in the end, and yeah. that's. While it's true God takes us from grace to grace and his blessings keep us going forward, that's not always the way it is. I love sometimes, some of the realism that's yeah, coming. Yeah, sometimes it does feel like losing, but God eventually shows his power and his glory through that. So talk to talk to us a little bit about telling a good story. What what does that encompass? What does that entail? What what do we need so that it's not just like Chris had mentioned earlier, Christian sickening, where yeah, yeah you look at it and it's like life What's, doesn't really work yeah, out that
0: way. For well. me, for me, there's a production value I can tell in the trailer. I know if it if it crosses the line into it's good enough for me to spend money on, or yeah, I'm gonna just wait it out. What is it for you, Scott?
2: Um, I think it's the authenticity. I, I mean, I think um, I've watched a lot of Christian movies over the years. Um, and it's the ones that are um, authentic, they just are a story where you can see God got a hold of somebody or or he did something in their life where it wasn't contrived or or forced into a story, a script you Mm -hmm. know, just because um, it's it's a Christian movie you know, and I think um, I think there's plenty of great stories to tell that are real because God's real and God has uh, done amazing things in all of our lives if you know him, Mm -hmm. and so um, there's a, there's, it's not hard to find those stories. It's not hard to write them in a way that's real, because um, and if if you know and so that's where I think that's what's made movies better. You know, you mentioned Woodlawn. I mean, The Chosen is an incredible series that shows authenticity. I mean, you know, when you read the Bible or you go to Sunday school, you kind of get this mental picture of what it was all like back in the day. But when you watch The Chosen, they put a layer of humanity over it all. Mm-hmm. you begin to see emotions and, and how people made decisions and how they got angry and had fights. And and, and how in season three they right. jumped
0: the shark for <laughs> biblical accuracy.
2: Well,
0: you know, that's, that's,
2: that's a whole other podcast.
0: <laughs> no, but, I, season one and two, I've not seen season three. I've just been on message boards, you know, watching. Loving Christians fight each other, but, um, <laughs> you know... <laughs>
1: and they do do that. And they do. The sheep do fight sometimes, do. Uh, yeah. But season
0: one and two, man, I'm all in. I'm all in with Dallas. Was, I've been pulling for him ever since uh, the burden of Gavin Stone tanked, because I love somebody taking a shot at Christian comedy, you know? And when I say tanked, I mean that in the nicest way. Um, it did just didn't do what it was supposed to do at the theaters. People weren't ready for that, and... It, I'm sorry, his production value in The Chosen is quite a bit better. Do you see what I mean? I celebrate the growth and the potential, not necessarily the execution. Emily, on the other hand, she's been scarred by two hours of, you know, multiple times wasting her time and watching <laughs> watching the ABC after-school special people literally roll their eyes. I mean, it's just... You're
1: making me sound like a very mean person.
0: <laughs> uh, listen, I mean... Look, when they said, Emily, would you be a movie critic? I'm like, no, don't, no. That will be bad for all of
1: us.
0: (laughs) Anyway, uh, Scott, final thoughts you want to leave with the audience today? As uh, The Blind is coming out, we're going to spend the rest of our show talking about that. The trailer's coming up. We're going to dissect the movie a little bit. Uh, But, Scott, you got to keep moving because you're a busy guy. Um, When it comes to Christian films in general or The Blind, I'm just excited about the future and that I think we—I think the future is bright. I think some good people are starting to de-Hollywood it and, and actually, you know, not try to— you can't tell a story with, you know, the, the, the gospel message on the nose. So the subtlety is working out, the production values. Are you as excited as we are?
2: Very much so. I mean, uh, I see all the things that are coming, and um, I'm excited for uh, people who like going to the movies and who are Christians— even people who are trying to discover who, who God is, you know, um, of course, The Blinds, a, a, a great a movie to go see. Put it on your calendar to see it this week. And then, you know, you got uh, Ordinary Angels coming um, uh, in uh, later, late October. You got uh, Journey to Bethlehem, an incredible Christmas film coming out. It's a musical. It'll be a lot of fun for people. And so those are, um, uh, you know, features some really great talent and people you will know when you learn more about Journey to Bethlehem. What I encourage people to do is uh, to go to Faith Film Fan and click on be a fan and join our email list. What'll happen is you'll get alerted when a movie's coming, you'll get an email the day before or the day of it's in theaters so you're reminded. Then you'll also get a monthly newsletter so you stay up to date via email what's going on. So uh, I encourage you to go be become a fan and, and join that list would be my call to action for everybody.
0: All right. Call you know to action. What's going on? Yeah. Hey, one more quick question before you go. I got to ask you this. What is the latest distribution model? Because I can't figure it out. I mean, when am I going to see the, uh, some of these movies where I can rent them on Amazon Prime? When are they going to just go to Pureflix yeah. and not be available to? I mean, oh, this one's going to be a, um, this story you've been waiting to be told about C.S. Lewis or whatever is going to be made only, and it's only going to go to Hulu or whatever. What is right. going on with the distribution model and how can we play in this space? Because yeah. I'd like to see Sound of Freedom in my in my own home, per- so yeah. when can I expect that that there's there's is is it me or is has the model just fragmented into everybody's just doing whatever they want to do
2: it's it's a bit fragmented mainly on the timing of things right okay. so like like sound of freedom is definitely going to come to your house they'll know what it will be on probably be, maybe be on angel.com you know or they yeah. release movies but I don't know when but like movies like J- Jesus Re- um, Jesus Revolution just came out on Netflix Big George mm-hmm. Foreman came out on Netflix, mm-hmm. so um, uh, they're they're obviously pulling in some of these bigger films. Amazon Prime is getting way more involved, releasing original content. A Wing and a Prayer came out on uh, Amazon Prime, uh, so uh, you'll you'll that's going to happen more and more. Those those big names, those big uh, distribution channels, are starting to really pay more attention. But it's hard because there's so many, right? I mean, look at your Apple TV screen, and there, you have eight different. It's so you're...
0: fragmented I can't keep up with anything. Yeah. Yeah. So I have to it, go
2: through each one to find out what's new on each one. Of these. it's just that that's you know, yeah. that's not what Faith Film Fan is is at this point. We're not looking at all the other where movies are coming out next, but that's maybe the next phase of Faith Film Fan is to tell people where they can stream movies. If so. if
0: you're looking for the end user's request, that would be me. Uh you know, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you, where the my mood and my time schedule connects where i have like a window to watch a christian film might happen once maybe twice a month that's it and so yeah. i actually you know when when watching big george foreman i had to set aside a time it was like a date you know to, me and george foreman had a date <laughs> you know um that's how i work and so i need to know what's going on and and like the kurt warner story uh, american uh, underdog i mean I waited a year to see that because it just never lined up, you know. And and so there's there's people out there with that. Scott, thanks so much for giving us your time today. We're going to keep talking about The Blind, um, and uh, it's no apology with Emily and Chris. And, Scott, anything you want to leave with the audience, any other websites you want to leave them?
2: Go to the movies and be a fan at faithfilmfan.com. That's it. You will have an awesome day. Thanks for having me on.
0: Alright, we can't wait for next month Scott Mills, our movie expert At FreshRoadMedia.com And this show is No Apology with Emily Danielson It has my name as well because I talk too much No Apology with Emily and Chris Stay with us Warren Callaway, a cinematographer you need to know Up next uh, Phil I, Phil Robertson Ah, Kay Carroll.
3: Promise to love
0: and be with you
2: forever. forever You can do just about anything you set your mind to Phil Robertson
1: It is to drink. He becomes the devil's si. eyes. We're fine. I don't think we are, Yeah, Get out. a i I'm gonna make this work I want it to work. I
4: don't know what to say,
1: Pastor. just
0: me. You got to die, and then you need to be born again.
4: FreshRoad Media is a listener-supported 501c3. Our mission is to encourage the body of Christ with truth and laughter in these troubled times that we live in. A gift of any amount will certainly help. Just go to FreshRoadMedia.com.
1: You're listening to No Apology with Emily and Chris. We've had a really great show so far, and it's only going to get better because our good friend is going to join us, Warren Calloway. No, he is not the inventor of the golf club. He's actually <laughs> a cinematographer that, Chris, not only have we had an opportunity to work with, but uh, become very close Uh you, brother in the Lord, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. Warren is the CEO of a company that... Warren and I and Don Keith own a company together called Fig Tree Media Group. We did a movie called Colors of Character, which I directed and wrote. And Warren is a producer, a key producer on that, and he is our director of cinematography. So welcome to the show, Warren.
3: Thanks, Chris. And don't forget, we did a TV show together.
0: We did a TV show together. I'm trying to forget anyway (laughs) (laughs) hey sometimes you know they say hey do that no do that low budget production and 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 might lead to other stuff what about a no budget production (laughs) and it's like hey if if people understand the heart behind it it's a great great project but if they don't it's hard to well it's hard for me to watch
1: it never would have got off the ground worn without you doing what you do and the gifting that God has given you, because cinematography has not always been your primary thing that you spend your days doing, is it?
3: That's right, uh, Emily. And going back to 2012, when I officially retired from my career, uh, I read a book by Bob Buford called Halftime, Turning Success into Significance. And It helped me kind of be intentional about what I was going to do in retirement. And long story short, I started acquiring these uh, filmmaking skills. Um, Like most hobbies that men have, you know, it it grew wildly out of control.
0: (laughs) No, your wife told me one time, don't let him spend any more money. And I just did that friend nod. Okay. Okay, I'll tell him.
3: (laughs) Well, that's what I'm saying. Uh, so we've got we've got all the equipment we need. Yes, considerable skills. We've traveled. Uh, at least I've traveled all over the world yeah. um, on missions, taking my camera. I've had it. I've had camera equipment confiscated in uh, various countries. Uh, uh, generally, get it back, but uh, <laughs> I've been hassled for uh, for bribes. And uh, it's been quite an experience and uh, completely different from my career job. So uh, I just am really enjoy this season of life uh, when I can do this.
0: Well, we're talking about the movie The Blind with Phil and Kay Robertson coming up. And and it, Warren Calloway is our special guest. Many people are probably sampling this show for the first time because uh, we're talking about Phil and Kay and our relationship with them that goes back years. But um so they might not know that Emily and I have been married for 38 years. We have four grown children, two grandchildren. We've been on the air together all over the country, just about every... <laughs>
1: two dogs and a partridge and a partridge. We tried to
0: figure out one time whether my voice, with all my sports broadcasting in a former life, from 88.1 to 107.9, I think I've been on every frequency at least once. You know, In fact, we know that that's probably true. Anyway, Warren... Is this former CEO, you you were CEO of hospitals, you've had your own business, and he just explained to you, he tried to do a a career where, career change, second second half, so he gets into this videography. Well, guess what? Warren has all this great equipment, and he also has this talent, but Warren doesn't have confidence. Warren, when I met you, you kept (laughs) telling me, and I was the president of Red Sky Film Studios when we met, and you kept telling me over and over and over... I'm just an amateur. I'm just an amateur. And I'm like, but we're going on a paid gig. <laughs>
1: so, <laughs> <laughs> at what point do you become what, a professional? At what point can we, can we flip it?
0: <laughs> and then I got to watch you do all this. We did construction stuff together. We did a bunch of projects together. And then we made the movie Colors of Character. Warren, you're one of the best cinematographers out there. No, your shot selection might not be what somebody else's is, but it's a joy to work with. And, and in that world, you got to go all over the world but also to West Monroe, Louisiana. Tell us what is some of the excitement. When somebody says, "Hey, dude, you shot over the all over the world." What was that like? What would you answer that? Mm. Uh,
3: well, f- First of all, you're the reason, Chris, that I've lost my amateur status. Um,
0: because I'm the participation and, guy and everybody's gotta, gotta go for it. Yeah, yeah, um,
3: it, he makes it, was everyone lot, work. it was a lot easier when I was an amateur and now that I'm a professional, the expectations are greater, but, uh, it was back in 2018 when I had a chance to accompany you, Chris, uh, and several others on our team, uh, to West Monroe, Louisiana and actually be in Phil Robertson's home. Uh, And it was it was quite a first experience for me because I had, of course, seen uh, the Duck Commander on TV Mm -hmm. and really didn't have any sense of how much was real and how much was not real. But the guy is just like he is on TV. He's Mm -hmm. just authentic. Uh, He was welcoming of us into his home. Uh, We sat there and and visited and we filmed an episode of his uh, current TV show. And uh, then he cooked us lunch. I mean, it was (laughs) it was a it was the most intimate experience with a public figure that I've ever had. And um, like I said, he's just he's just the real thing. He's he's just like you would see on, on any of the series that you've watched. Uh, and um, it was a great experience.
0: Yeah, and it was fun for me to be able to get you know have you share that with us. Um, I was the guest on In the Woods with Phil uh, in 2018. He wanted to interview the Bible idiot. We still thought the Bible idiots might still have life. I mean, um, you know, it and it might still to this day. I don't know. We just <laughs> we just float along, yeah. and go where God leads us, yeah. but. Um, yeah. You know, we Warren, you you have seen so much uh, of what God's moving in not just the Robertson's life but around the globe, and you get involved in all kinds of projects like the movie Colors of Character with Steve Skipper. Uh, you and I have traveled all over. And by the way, um, there's nothing quite like traveling with Warren Calloway, okay? Because when your flight's <laughs> delayed— you walk up there and you say, uh, "Hey, can you help me get a connector?" It's uh, just, just a minute, sir. Just a minute. There's other people. And then Warren's got alerts on his phone: gold, platinum, diamond member, Mister Calloway. Please come to the booth so that we can, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we well, we, I Warren Warren got status. so many first class upgrades, we'd give them away to other people. <laughs> We did. That flight from Atlanta to Birmingham, you gave your first-class status <laughs> See, to somebody else. Anyway. <laughs> I
1: thought you were talking about Warren's lead foot, because I no. know he's got oh.
0: one. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. no. I thought I was going to die coming out of Oxford, Mississippi one time. But that, but I don't know. And we're not talking he, that he's a bad driver. We're us, I'll remind he, you
3: of when we were doing Colors of Character, we were going to film in Bimini in the Bahamas.
0: That's right.
3: It, and we had arranged, and this may sound odd to somebody that's not in filmmaking, but we had arranged for a private jet to take the crew down to Bimini.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: We were gonna we were gonna go down in the morning, film all day, come back that night by private jet. And that sounds extravagant, but it's actually cheaper than putting people on commercial flights and staying in mm-hmm. hotels and buying meals. And son of a gun. A, a hurricane came along and canceled that,
4: mm-hmm. uh,
3: that
0: out. That adventure, yeah.
3: Long story short, we uh, wound up buying some footage that someone else had made in Bimini and it worked for our film and we didn't get to go on
0: the big private jet, so. Well, yeah, that's not true. I, <laughs> not on that trip, but there were others. <laughs> I'm sorry, but when you're making movies and all of a sudden somebody says, well, let's take so-and-so's private jet, it's like, Really? Oh, that'll be fun. And I, you and I have flown on a, more than like two or three. Some of them were your buddies. I don't know how long. I'm sitting on the jet not knowing how I got there. That's all I know. <laughs> but when you got to meet the Robertsons, when you got to meet Phil and Kay, uh, we, we also went to Kay's Sweet Shop. I mean, we kind of mm. did the dog and pony show. I, I told Al when we were coming, I said... I said the guys I got coming with me. I said I really want them to get the you know the the Robertson experience and and so I thought Al did a really good job entertaining y'all.
3: Al, we got in Al's um, SUV and Al drove us all over West Monroe, Louisiana, showing we, us the sights. And
0: we and the director put Warren Calloway with his camera in the front seat with Al, so you could record it all.
3: Yeah, yeah. And 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 my camera was running the. The whole time we were in the car with Al and Al was telling these anecdotes that I kept thinking, maybe I should turn the camera off. You know, this is too, uh, too frank, (laughs) too funny, too, uh, what's the right word too? Too Personal, uh, uh, rough, private
0: setting, private Uh, setting where if you don't understand the vibe of the setting, you would think that it could possibly harsher than what it was. Yeah. Is that fair?
3: it was raw. That's the word I was. looking yeah, for. Yeah, but it he didn't raw. cross
0: any lines. It was just no, no. Have to it's be just there. hilarious. Yeah, it's yeah, funny. Uh, uh,
3: we enjoyed that so much. He told stories that I've retold many times <laughs> since that experience because they were just so funny and yeah. just from the heart, real life yeah. experiences that that he and his family had uh, doing what they do. Some of which is on TV, but what you see on TV is just like they are. Yeah. They are the yeah. real, real deal.
1: It really is, because, Chris, you and I have got to spend a lot of time with the Robertsons, staying with More them and so More than our on. fair share. And they've shared their stories over the years as well. They're very open. And, I mean, people generally, even in the South, are very open people. But they've just been very honest about who they are, where they come from, how they got where they're going. and And then we're finding that when the cameras go on... Same story, mm-hmm. it's all true. It's true to life. It's the, there's they're not hiding or pretending. But the one thing, the common thread that I'm seeing between Chris, the Robertsons, and Warren Calloway is that you've got they've all got these gifts. They've all got these talents, whether it's making duck calls or picking mm. up a camera and using it their faith intersects that. And that's really kind of been at the basis of what you do as a cinematographer. And so tell us about just the heart of that. Um, and, and and what goes through your mind as, as you're taking on jobs and you decide to turn that camera on and start capturing things and, and intersecting your faith with that?
3: Well, I think my story is somewhat unique because, again, harking back to the book I, I uh, referenced halftime, uh, Halftime. being intentional in your retirement is something that all men should strive to accomplish. And somewhere along the way, I said, okay, I'm, I'm entering my season of travel. I don't have to be at the office next Monday. So mm-hmm. I can take these trips of 10 days or two weeks or three weeks, mm-hmm. uh, which I couldn't do during my career job.
0: Which makes airlines really, really like you.
3: (laughs) Yeah, well, I was able to go on these trips and I, you know, I'd take, we'd we'd plan a a vacation uh, overseas, my wife and I each year. But then on top of that, I decided to budget two mission trips, short-term mission trips a year, just Mm -hmm. trying to trying to be measured in, in how I spent money in my retirement. Uh, I'd love to do more, but two is kind of a, 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 about what I should be spending. Um, and there's no shortage of opportunities to take cameras and help people in the field, missionaries, uh, do whatever they need done, uh, providing a service that they couldn't afford to buy. Mm. And it's taken me all over the world, Japan, Southeast Asia, Indonesia, um, you know, North Africa, the Middle East in particular. Uh, How many
1: languages have you captured on film?
0: Just worship services.
1: Worship services and stuff.
3: Yeah, I I counted it up uh, a little while back. uh, And if you count american english and british english as two languages i would count 12 different languages that i've recorded worship services in
1: that's awesome
0: well that makes me think of aluminium boot bonnet <laughs> 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 did Wanna they have make some,
1: you wear your jersey
0: <laughs> did you have some bangers and beans <laughs> Hoist a pint w- down at the local pub. I love pub. watching
3: BritBox, but I have to watch it with subtitles because I can't understand the, All right.
0: the British English. We do, too.
3: English.
1: Honestly, yeah, yeah, because it does count as another language. Because sometimes, I mean, yeah. Chris and I visited there yeah. a lot. Yeah, a lot. And people would say stuff to it like, it's like, I know you're speaking English, but I have no idea what you're saying. And know, so there, there is when, a little hey, bit.
0: when you're at Heathrow, if somebody, you know, asks you something, you have no idea what they said, but they seem like they have like a lot of enthusiasm, just turn to them and say, well, that sounds tickety-boo. And they'll, they'll just smile and walk away. I don't know why, but tickety-boo does the trick or every time.
1: brilliant. Yeah. Just say
3: brilliant. Cheers. Cheers.
0: <laughs> Cheers is another one that's gotten me out of some sticky situations.
3: <laughs> but as an encouragement to others that may be thinking about travel, I have not had any issues with language. Now, when I go on a mission trip, I'm meeting people, uh, boots on the ground, so to speak, people that are there. Uh, doing what they do. So I'm not left to my own vices, but I've never had uh, difficulty being in another country Mm -hmm. uh, because of the language. And I find that people want to bridge that gap, even though they may not speak English and I may not speak their native tongue. So I would encourage anybody to um, seek out these experiences when you have the money and the time. Um, and that's all, uh, at some point in life, it's, we can't do it all the time, even though we'd love to, but, uh, but as I said, I'm in my season of travel. Uh, I don't know if tomorrow that season will end, uh, but, uh, I'm really enjoying the experiences I have, uh, uh, you know, helping spread the gospel.
1: Yeah, exactly. And what an encouragement, uh, Warren, because sometimes people do get to the end of their career and they're left with a, what do I do now? you know, am Mm -hmm. am I useless? Am I done now? And you're a great testimony to know God is just, you know, every day that you wake up, God has more for you to do. Pursue it. Don't be nervous. Don't be afraid. Any final thoughts you want to leave with our audience today?
3: No, I'm proud to be part of what you all are trying to do. And I wish wish you all great success. I think you're uh, influencing uh, the world for the gospel, and I hope you keep it up.
0: Well, Warren, you are a board member on Emily's uh, nonprofit. Uh, Freshroadmedia.com is where you go get a tax-deductible donation. Uh, we sure would appreciate you standing with us financially along with your prayers. Warren Calloway is, again, one of the board members. And, Warren, uh, we're going to take you out. Uh, we're going to go to break here. We're going to take you out with a, like a video montage of some of the stuff you've talked about just now uh, so that people can kind of see if you're watching on Rumble or YouTube. If you're one of our audio-only listeners um, – well, just just bear with us. We'll be back in a minute, but <laughs> <laughs> we want you to hear it as well, but it's really more visual of us cooking with Phil and uh Um, when, when, when Warren says Phil made us lunch, I I helped. I mean, it was Phil and I making burgers for the whole crew. (laughs) Phil's a great
1: cook though. People don't really realize that. He didn't need my help, but he,
0: he, he allowed me to hang out with him and we cooked together for a couple hours. It was pretty fun. Their
1: water bread is Um,
0: fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I tell you what, uh, one time Phil asked me to be his driver in Michigan. And so we flew on a private plane up to Michigan. And so I'm driving him around Michigan and I'm telling you, you've never lived until you've pulled up to a stoplight with Phil Robertson in your passenger seat <laughs> and the people on the other car, you know. They, they, it, it was a moment I, that I'll never forget. <laughs> All right, Warren Calloway, he is the CEO of Fig Tree Media Group. You can go to figtreemediagroup.com and check out more about that company, which I am also a part of. And this is No Apology with Emily and Chris, freshroadmedia.com. We're back right around the corner. Stay with us.
1: Hey, if you enjoy listening to No Apology with Emily and Chris, if you get any encouragement from it, please consider standing with us financially. Go to freshroadmedia.com and consider giving a wonderful gift today. It is appreciated.
0: FreshRoadMedia.com is the home for no apology with Emily and Chris. I'm Chris Danielson, and she is my best friend and bride. She's Emily, and we are so glad that you're along with us. And what we do on this show is we play a little game called Right On, Way Off. This is an unbelievable creation that we have lifted from somebody else. So, anyway. <laughs> is <it> really? <laughs> no. Mike <laughs> Shaw, our news director, always plays it. Uh, I have a NASCAR podcast that uh, has a very similar title to a game that they play, which is very similar to this. But, Mm -hmm. hey, all's fair in radio.
1: And I don't follow NASCAR at all.
0: I look at it like this. When it comes to stealing bits, I have watched my bits get stolen more (laughs) than I've stolen other bits. So you're due. And the balance of the (laughs) scales, I'm still in good shape. Quit
1: stealing bits. Just oh. let people have their bits.
0: There's, th- there's being influenced and <laughs> in they're stealing. And that's a fine line. And people need to know the difference. Hey, you and renamed anyway. the whole
4: thing. It's
1: fine.
0: Yeah. Right <laughs> on. <laughs> right on. Way off, yes, Emily. Do what it. do you got?
1: Uh, well, the first the first statement that's out there, uh, if you've been listening to the podcast, you should know the answer. But we're going to talk to the boys first and see what they think. Here's the statement. Listen carefully. Sharing your flaws and the times that you have fallen down will make Jesus look bad. Is that right on or way off? Chris. I'm way off. Are you way off?
0: I'm way off and here's the reason why. Okay, talk the to The Bible's you. full of everybody's flaws. God <laughs> wants true. you to share your flaws. And let me let me share with you right now from somebody who I don't care. I mean, I have been so embarrassed in front of. I've fallen down on stage. I I've had bad things happen to me in public. I I've done my my embarrassment tank is at full. So there's nowhere else to go. Yeah. So it is so free that when you are a total moron and you do a bonehead move and you will do one to just laugh at yourself and laugh with everybody else. Yeah. So my flaws and that God would use me on anything makes his mercy great makes his love great makes it is a miracle great. isn't it yeah when i am small he <laughs> is great and i'm pretty small <laughs> Much all right.
1: yeah mike what do you think about that sharing our flaws and the times that we have fallen down makes jesus look kind of
4: bad i'm way off on that all right um You know, unless you're staying your flaws and Jesus hasn't done any work in you yet. But There you go. But uh, assuming that you're in Christ and you know him as your Lord and Savior, he's working on you and and, uh, things have gotten better. And not only that, but, you know, in your flaws, um, after, you know, you've gone through your forgiveness, whatever it is, depending on what it is. But now you have the ability to help someone else. Um, in you know what in your mess ups and yeah. what you've been through, and how hard it was, and how you came out better on the other side, and just that redeeming work of. Of Christ in your life. And so, are, why are you guys laughing? Uh, at the me? audio listeners are going
0: to have no idea. The video listeners are like, what is going Chris on? This is
1: messing up. Uh, I don't job know, but I got, again.
0: you were talking about, you know, we're flawed, we're <laughs> flawed, flawed, flaws. And I'm over here and, I, and the whole Pushing show's buttons. coming off the rails. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I can't get your camera back. What
1: does this button do, uh, Dexter? Uh, the
0: three shot yeah. is. is okay, okay, hold on, get here, it right. Here's uh, the two shot, let, right. me, which, let me zip around to the other yeah, camera yeah. And see yeah. what I can do Hang on. No, 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 no.
4: Yeah, see, I'm supposed to be Is there, that but it, uh, funny. Uh, that's not gonna work as well. <laughs> but try, that's
1: better.
0: That's better. <laughs> but, um, so, uh, as
1: we demonstrate that, yes, we too do fall down. Okay, now how have, do we get
0: back to that other oh, camera? Hang
1: Shortfalls falls and Hit, flaws. So here.
0: A few moments later. Okay, we got <laughs> it. We got it. Come we got on. it. All right.
1: All right, Chris, be For- careful. What buttons okay. you push so that people don't see your flaws and see you fall down. Don't <laughs> touch so, the know. mouse.
4: Just use the pad. The this pad. complete...
1: <laughs>
0: Show coming off the rails was brought to you by (laughs) freshroadmedia.com. If you'd like to be part of the show, go to freshroadmedia.com because listen, the bar is pretty low. Okay, (laughs) anybody can do this.
1: Finish, first of all, let's go back to Mike. All right, let's see if this works. Finish his point. All right, okay.
0: All right, Mike, what was your point?
4: So I was saying, and I was reading about it, and my in my bible reading this morning mm-hmm. awesome. that you know wh- when you've gone through something you're now able to minister to others in what you've gone through exactly and so that's very important as you said the bible's full of flawed people we're all flawed people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know we tend to wear that mask and and put our instagram face forward yeah. but uh, reality is reality and yeah. You know, if we can humble ourselves and be real, that can well, be powerful. look, yeah. look,
0: you know, yeah. this broadcast outreach is just in its infancy. In yeah. fact, Emily even called it just a podcast. It's so much more than that, but it is what it is. Yeah. And just think about how clenchy we are right now. <laughs> we don't want you guys to see our flaws. So we're talking about we can stop. We could edit that out. You'd never even know any of that yeah. happened. And yet... We said no. We're just going to keep going. And, and look Bi- how much Chris learned. Just now. <laughs> and the Bible's the same way. All those stories about everybody's flaws would yeah. be cleaned up if this was a man thing trying to point you to God. Instead, it's a God thing to say, "Hey, we're we're here to show you guys, <laughs> you're so worthless. The only thing that you can do is look at Jesus. Point exactly. to Christ.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So, Mike, you make a really good point, and that is, if you're not staying there, because that's true. When you look through the Bible. <laughs> They're all really flawed, you know, just like us, Uh, but they didn't stay there. You know, God even took those things and he redeemed them and he used them for good and things like that. But yeah, it's, uh, you're absolutely right. Both of you are right on. That is true. Keep that in mind as you go out and you fail today. So
4: we're right on (laughs) that it's way off.
1: We are (laughs) way off. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Did I say right on?
0: I don't know. Embrace your failure. Move along. <laughs> <away. laughs>
1: Sometimes it does get confusing. It's harder to play this game than what you all think. I know. Okay?
0: I know. I know. All right. What's
4: next? Okay,
1: number two. Uh, listen to the statement and let me know what you think. The hardest things to admit are, one, I was wrong. Two, I need help. And three, my conspiracy theorist friend was right. Is that right on or way off? Mike, what do you think? I think
4: that's right on. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's I have a saying um, yeah. that's sort of opposite is, of course, I'm right. Otherwise, I'd change my mind. <laughs> um, <you know. laughs> that's true.
0: <laughs> and all my conspiracy
4: theories have been coming true. But, have uh, been. Certainly, uh, when I am wrong, it's hard to admit that I'm wrong. It is. And, uh, you know, if there is a conspiracy theory out there that I'm wrong about, you have to admit it. So, yeah, I mean, those are all hard things because we all have a, a, an element of pride. You know, God made us pretty awesome, mm-hmm. but we don't know everything. Yeah. And so the times we find out we don't know everyth- everything, just be honest about it. Humble yourself. Yeah. Learn something. Move on. Okay. Yeah. Now, there you got to say go. that
0: again because I don't know how you form the statement for okay. me to be either one side or the other.
1: The three hardest things to admit are, one, I was wrong. Two, I need help. And three, my conspiracy theorist friend was right. Are you right on, or are you way off? I'm way that? off. Why? Because
0: I, f- I find all those things to be pretty easy. Yeah. And th- wasn't always that way. But so uh, if the
1: question read three of the hardest things for Chris to admit. You, yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't, I don't, have, you know, look, if, it, if I'm completely, and it's proven to me that I'm in the wrong, I jump on board with that. You don't have
1: a problem with that. I jump on board with that.
0: I don't care. I don't need to be right all the time. But if I'm right and you're wrong and you're telling me that I have to come over to your wrongy wrong side, now we're going to have a problem. And God calls us through his supernatural power to have spines, okay? That's still a thing. Mm -hmm. And some of us get spines of steel when it comes to the scriptures and other things. And... No, I don't have a problem admitting that my conspiracy theorist friends were right, especially when the, if, if it's proved right. and <laughs>
1: you're the friend I, we're talking about I so know.
0: You know. <laughs> exactly. I know. I've been right a lot the last decade, I got to be honest. What I'm right about that I know I'm right about, yeah and I will stand in my righty rightness <laughs> is that if you die in your sins, it's going to be pretty rough for you. Yeah. And so you can come over and have all of your sins forgiven for free, for free. It's a free gift. And when you get your name written in the Lamb's Book of Life, everything else is is easy yeah. peasy. Yeah, you everything. know, Chris, you're the best orator I've ever heard. Well, thank you very much, Chris. You're the I can't believe that anyone even gives you a microphone to ever talk to anybody. You're awful. Oh, oh sorry, you feel that way whatever my name's written in the lamb's book of life i'm the bible idiot couldn't care less let's rock let's do it
1: yeah you guys even though you're on opposite sides of this one you're both right and i'll give you that so i totally agree with mike that yeah those those things are
0: (laughs) that's a shock humanly speaking
1: (laughs) humanly speaking you know when you look at the human psyche those are hard in fact i think it was freud and i'm not a freudian so don't get me wrong but he said uh, the hardest thing for a human being to do is for something that they really truly believe for them to realize that that's wrong. Yeah. Uh that is a really hard thing very for, hard the for the human being, being. to be. Being. On the same token Chris, you are very much that way. I can testify what you're telling me is the truth. Um but again that comes from the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. And you know we talked about that about the movie The Blind and with the Robertsons that they're open, they're out there, they share this because it's true and it's real. And when you look to the Bible, those stories are shared in much the same way that basically, once I was lost, now I'm not. You know what I mean? And people can visibly see that difference. So very good. You guys are both right in your righty-rightness. Okay. (laughs) Moving on, the very last one. Are you ready for the last one, guys? Last one. We're going to start with Chris first. The Bible never says follow your heart. Right on or way off.
0: That's right on.
1: All right. Why do you think?
0: Uh, follow your heart is from, the, is from uh, it's a satanic doctrine, basically. And mm-hmm. did he say we are worshiping Satan? No, I didn't. <laughs> Slow your roll. Bring it, bring it back a notch. I said it's a doctrine of Satan. And why do I say that? Because isn't that exactly what Satan did in the garden? You know, I mean, did God say, did God really say, did he really mean what he said? Would, and then was it that exact yeah. way? And so
1: And then Eve looked at it and thought, Well, this is pleasing to my eye. Yes. And this would be good for food. Of course and I want to know the difference
0: between good and evil. Yeah. yeah. Who wouldn't? Yeah. And so you get your emotions played on. So I'm I'm way off. You're way
1: that. off. Mike, what mm-hmm. do you think? Is that right on or way off? The Bible never says follow your heart.
4: So the Bible does say that. So what does that make me? Way off. <laughs> okay. So uh, it's in the Proverbs. It's in Psalms, Proverbs. Somewhere in the Bible it says...
0: <laughs> the heart is deceitful above all else. It does no, say that. Okay, yeah. what? Well, let me
1: finish.
4: Are you yeah. going I'm going somewhere. I'm going somewhere. All right. So it's like if you if you lean on God's understanding, he will give you the desires of your heart. Yes, mm-hmm. there the you go. The desires of your heart. That's a good Now, verse. the caveat there is the desires as you as you press into God and and your relationship with Jesus and stay in his word and spend time with him, the desires of your heart are going to be his desires. Aligned with him. Right, so there'll be an alignment. But it does say that he will give you the desires of your heart. It's Mm -hmm. just um, you have to guard your heart with all diligence because out of it spring the issues of life. There you go. And so you know, as you walk with God, yes, he'll give you the desires of your heart if they align with his heart.
1: Very good. And Mike is going to take the trophy home on that one. Oh, that's a shock. (laughs) Two points for me.
0: I I agree with Mike again.
4: Not that I'm competitive or
0: anything. No, no. And I've been married to her for 38 years, so of course. And by the way, you were talking about Psalm 37.4. Thank
1: you. All right, now let's let's turn to Ecclesiastes Chapter 11, verse 9, it literally says, Rejoice, O young man, in your youth, and let your heart cheer you in the days of your youth. Walk in the ways of your heart and the sight of your eyes. But know, and this is the caveat, Chris, that you're kind of getting back to. This was the big but. Uh, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) the big but. (laughs) Wait a minute. Here's the big but. Here's the big but. (laughs) But know that for all these things... Uh, but no, for all these things will bring you into judgment. Ooh. Okay, so mm. uh, you were absolutely right, Chris. You can't. It's not just following your heart, but Mike was right in that your heart has to be aligned with God, and that's that's the caveat. That's what we have to get to because you will, whether your heart is aligned with God or not aligned with God, it's going to be judged. And so let's hope you're you're being judged with a heart that's in line with God. So yes though, technically, Mike is right. It does say <laughs> in the Bible that yes, go ahead, follow your heart. But you better make sure your heart's aligned with God right. and and you're in a right relationship with you be, with him because if you are, then God's like, go. Mm-hmm. Go and do and there's a freedom. That comes with being reconciled to God, and so, um, yeah,
0: that's awesome. The yeah. end.
1: That's all I the have end. to say about so,
4: that. So follow <laughs> your heart biblically, but not the song by Roxette.
2: No, <laughs>
0: right. you follow you follow your heart once it's been changed from flesh or from stone to flesh, and yeah. Jesus has control of it. There you go. Then there's a spirit leading that kind of has a follow your heart vibe, which is why when when Hollywood's been selling this for thirty years people are buying it because it has an initial sweet taste to it, has an initial sweet righteousness to it. And if you don't go any deeper than that you're always going to struggle. So
1: Exactly. That's a really good point. Yeah. Yep, Thank that's you. A really that's why I'm the
0: point.
1: pastor. I know. <laughs> and hey, why you make the big bucks. Hey, Fresh right? Road,
0: <laughs> Fre- yeah, yeah, FreshRoadMedia.com. If you have not been there, you need to go there. FreshRoadMedia.com. This show is the flagship show. No apology with Emily Danielson. I'm sorry. No apology with Emily and Chris uh, because I have to co-host and so I talk too much. But this is her show. My platform is a teaching platform and it's called Bible Idiots. It's on FreshRoadMedia.com. All my sermons get get put up there, uh, and the guy who does all of that work behind the scenes is our news director, studio producer Mike Shaw, who also has a show, and he's a veteran talk show. He's had talk show hosts in major metro uh, areas. Uh, on and off for the last 20 years. And he's got a new show he launched also from our little humble studios in Harlan, Iowa. And he moved here in February, or no, March, anyway, winter. Snow was on the ground. And his show is called Jesus is Coming Soon with Mike Shaw, also hosted at freshroadmedia.com. World-class blogs, all kinds of stuff. It's a complete broadcast outreach ministry. And these guys need your help. They need your support. So tax-deductible, Best gift, FreshRoadMedia.com. Mike, before Emily signs off from her show, yeah. what's going on with Fresh Ro- uh, with um, No Ah uh, Jesus is coming. Yes, whatever whatever <laughs> whatever you decided to name your show. Jesus is coming. Whatever, whatever you decided to name it. So, uh, what's going on there?
4: Yeah, so we've had some exciting shows. So. What we're doing is sometimes it's just me talking about an issue yeah. and some of some of the stuff that's in the news, the spirit of Antichrist leading to the actual Antichrist, what time is it, you know, get in the kingdom if you're not, and, uh, you know, know what time it is so you're ready. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then sometimes it's an interview, you know, with pastors or others in the space so we can— kind of give the same message, yeah. um, which is encouraging the body of Christ, knowing what time it is, so we're ready. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Be ready. Awesome. Always, always great to have Mike on the show as a regular guest. And don't forget, you can see his show, you can hear his show, you can see our show, you can see, here, you can do many different senses at FreshRoadMedia.com including watching my mouth fall down the stairs again. I
1: think you're fired, dude. (laughs) Oh, please. Please. Please fire me.
0: You
4: can't uh, smell the shows
0: yet. It's
1: all right, a, a pay, pay. cut.
0: <laughs> yeah, from zero to what? <laughs> Less,
1: Less than zero.
0: Okay, I guess I'm buying lunch on recording days now, so now it's out of pocket to be on the show.
1: Great. Yeah, I like it. It's going to cost you. All right, yeah. Emily, take us
0: out of your show. What is your final thoughts, uh, 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 my special bride?
1: Final thoughts is iron does sharpen iron. It really is a miracle. God has given us his ministry of reconciliation. And I know you look at these flawed human beings such as yourself, and it is amazing that God would turn that over to us. But he is a God of miracles. He is a God that can take what Satan means for evil, and he can actually use it for good. So look up our Redemption Draws Nigh and take hope today in the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you so much for listening to No Apology with Emily and Chris. And don't forget to visit us at freshroadmedia.com.
3: Hey, how's it going? This is Phil Robertson. Listen, there's a screening coming up for the movie Bible Idiots. All you folks out there in these various churches, you ought to check this out. And you ought to tune into that. It's great biblical instruction. It's going back to the old ways when people feared God and they loved their neighbor.